Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports UBI. Good morning. Today's date is Thursday, October 14th, 2021. And we got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot to talk, man. Today, we're not having, there's no music today because the topics I'm about to touch on are very serious and um, sad at the same time. A lot of topics going on in the, in the sports world. And um, it's just, it's just sad, man. You never know, no, you never knew, you never know nobody until, you know, when that, when that lid come up, when that hat come off that head, their head, and you just can't believe what you're hearing and the things that's being said. But like I said, welcome to Sports with Bi on the Block on the Fire Rate Radio. I appreciate you, right, for giving me the opportunity and the platform to be able to do my sports program. I really, really appreciate it. Also, I'd like a big shout out to Linneo. Lose is not an option. Be the best. Give a shout out to all my listeners out there listening to me. My analyst numbers are great for for the month, for last month, September, and I hope they continue in October. The more people listen, the better everything is, you know, for my brand and what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to, what I'm creating and what I'm trying to do for myself. And um, with, with that being said, good morning. Get your lattes, get your turbo shots, get every, anything you need to make sure you wake up to the number one sports podcast on the Block 105 Radio, Sports with B.I. You already know. Let's get it. My top headlines is, who? Head coach John Gruden. John Gruden, the coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. And a stunning turn of events unfolded on Monday. Gruden was forced to resign. Several things this man said. He's 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 his emails from for a course of a decade of emails that he that he put out there, you know, this this man is a a racist, he's a bigot, anti-gay, and um the things that he said is unbelievable. Let's start off with why this happened, how did what where did it come from? It came from the simple fact that the Washington football team was being under investigation and Bruce Allen who was a team president, but no longer. It's been an investigation. The investigation concluded last summer because, you know, Washington football team have a lot of things swirling over their head as well as far as how they treat women, what goes on inside their building. Okay? So as they were investigating the Washington team, football team, they stumbled across these emails in a span of seven years. 650,000 of them. Like I said, he checked all the boxes of races are bigger than anti-gay. And he said a lot of things like for the for, for the NFL, head of NFL PA for the players, Damar Smith. He said he has his lips are the size of Michelin tires. This this is the this is the things that Gruden is saying in the emails. But it's a lot of it's a lot of them, though that's not just him, but he he he's the top profile because he head coach. But there's a it's like a crew of guys. There's one owner that owns Hooters. There's another owner that owns um, um, a fried chicken franchise in Tampa. So there's a different. They they call themselves you know the good old boys club, you know, and they they state they a whole bunch of races, and you know it's it's just it's just really 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 disappointing, really 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 disappointing, and um. Tsh- he even said something about Eric Reed because you know Eric Reed was a player that 
was all for, you know, you know, the Kyle cabinet room, you know, standing up for yourself. He offended him. He said, he said, he said, Eric Reed should be ashamed of himself. And it's a lot of things that John Gruden said in them emails. So make sure y'all go check out those emails. There's a lot of, there's a lot of emails. You know, I'll be here all night talking about this mess. But what a mess it is. And um, forced to resign. And, you know, like I said, this man, I'm not going to, you know, he said so many different things. Anti-gays, talking about um, one of the players, Sam. Okay, his name was um, Richard Sam, if I'm not mistaken. He played for the, um, hold on, let me get this out. He played for a Big a Big Ten school, um, Missouri. Remember Missouri when Sam came out a linebacker, he was he was he was gay, and um, he made a team. He didn't he didn't last that long in the NFL, but he made a he made a team. John Gruden has something about that. Oh, don't let this, you know this f this effort. God shouldn't be out there playing. Okay, I don't want to repeat that 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 terminology, but you understand what I'm saying. Anti-gay, crazy. So many things to say, and I know. A lot of these emails, more stuff is gonna come out as far as people's involved, like who was who was spoken on. You know, he called he called Roger Cadell, the head of the NFL. You know what I mean? He called him an F two, you know what I mean? Anti gay slur. You don't say that to people. Like I said, he talked he talked about Damar Smith. You know, all all these in his text throughout the years. So John Gruden should be ashamed of himself. Not only he shaming himself, but he's shaming his wife and his family. Everybody that's involved with him, and um, you know, he, he got to go. We got to go, and that's it. He's gone. So moving forward, you know, what a story though. What a big story. Moving forward, we got we got Sundays. We got Sunday finals, y'all. You already know NFL style on Sports with Bi. Let's get it. The Packers defeat the Cincinnati Bengals twenty-five to twenty-two. Leaving the Packers with a 4-1 record and Cincinnati with a 3-2 record. So the Packers are ahead of their division as of now. Moving forward, an injury-riddled New York Giant football team loses to the Dallas Cowboys 44-20, which puts, which puts the Dallas Cowboys record to 4-1 and, and the Giants record to 1-4. So with the riddle riddle. Injuries. Riddle team is crazy. Their team is riddled with injuries. Excuse me. Riddled with injuries. Shaquan Barkley, twisted ankle. Daniel Jones, concussion protocol. Galladay, hamstring. So the team is beat up right now. And they, and they got that behind with good on Sunday. Mike Glennon came in for a spot here and there. But, you know, I don't know what the Giants are going to do. We need a quarterback. We need an offensive line. The defense is actually not they they they're not playing the same. Remember, Martinez is out. That was our main that was our main guy in the middle. Ran the defense. Martinez is out for the season. So that hurts our defense a lot. Um Jabil Peppers and, and the crew is good, but this it's not the same without Martinez out there running the show. So I don't know. The Giants season is, is basically over. I mean, if you want to put the Giants Giant season in perspective. We're getting off to this slow start. It's not going to be the answer for the New York football giants. Daniel Jones, is he's played good. But obviously, this team's problem is offensive line and defensive line. 
I mean, I, I figured that the defensive line would be good this year, but they're not. And um, that's a lot to be said about. So, you know, the Giants starting off with the 1-4 start is not good, even though, even though Washington lost. But at the end of the day, you know, 1-4, you know, Dave Gettleman got to go. I'm sorry. This is going to have to fall on Dave Gettleman's shoulders because I like our coaching staff. But Dave Gettleman got to go. I'm sorry. It's time. We're not drafting. We got to draft offensive line. Like, we already talked about the draft with the Giants. It's only the only completion in the fifth game. Moving forward, the Jets lose to the Atlanta Falcons 27 to 20. As Atlanta Falcons move to 2 and 3, and the Jets move to 1 and 4. Um, let's, let's be honest. Zach Wilson needs some help out there. And the, and the funny thing about it is. I wonder why the Jets, the New York Jets, never picked up a, a picked up a, a veteran quarterback to help this kid, you know, further his progression. You know, the, um, I know their quarterback, their quarterback's coach passed away right before the season started, so they they really missing him, and it's a shame, you know, that you know that the Jets don't have that quarterback coach, the correct quarterback coach, or a quarterback. That's a veteran that this kid can learn off of. He's out there. He needs somebody. He needs he needs help as far as learning, re, you know, making the right reads and, and, you know, knowing what the route combinations of what the wide receivers are doing. He needs a lot of help out there. And, um, you know, like I said, Salah is a defensive coach. So by you having a rookie quarterback such as Zach Wilson that's super talented, he needs that extra you know, when he's in the quarterback room, he needs that person right on his side to tell him, like, nah, you got to do this, you got to do that. Things of that nature. You know, NFL speak. Moving forward, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Los Angeles, I mean, excuse me, the, the, the Detroit Lions in a nail-biter, 19-17. As the Lions go to 0-5 and the Minnesota Vikings go to 2-3. What a game for Minnesota. What a nail-biting game. Like, upset special. And the Lions is on their way to winning. And their head coach at the end of the game, he was crying like a baby because he wants to win so he wants to win so bad for these guys. He wants them to win. And they they, they got they got upset at the at the last second too. So Minnesota goes, like I said, the Lions go to 0-5. So, you know what I mean? The Lions, you know, y'all play hard, man. Y'all gonna get a W though. Y'all gonna get a W. Moving right along. As the Pittsburgh beats the Denver Broncos 27-19, they push Pittsburgh record to 2-3, and three, and the Broncos record is 3-2. and two. Now, we all know that the Broncos is not everything. Everybody, every, They're not what we thought they were, okay? They played a couple of sorry teams at the beginning of the year. One of them was my New York Giants. and got some cheap wins, let's be honest. But now they're starting to get into the thick of that schedule, and they're going to be playing some contenders, and they got to show... They moxie. They got to show their defensive presence, and um, they, they they let Pittsburgh run up, run all up down the court, uh, on field on them. You know what I'm saying? They let them run all up and down the field on them. They got Big Ben looking like he back. <laughs> we'll see how much he be back. Moving forward, the Miami Dolphins get smacked by the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 45 to 17. They're bringing Miami Dolphins record to 1 and 4 and the Tampa Bay record to 4 and 1. Tampa Bay, I knew. Who? Let me tell y'all something about Tampa Bay. 
Tampa Bay got the winning ingredients, man. They got a winning coach over there. They're the Super Bowl champions, and they look good doing it. But I might say, on the other end of that, you got Miami Dolphins team that's in trouble. And I talked about it with my man Pat today. Pat, what's up? A big Milwaukee fan. I mean, a big Miami fan. Miami's in trouble, baby. They did it. Tua? Tua? I don't know about Tua. I really don't know about Tua. I don't know about Tua. I don't think that he's um, built for this NFL game. He's always injury prone. And the quarterback that they have, they're not winning with. And it's a surprising record because we had high hope for the Miami Dolphins, not knowing, depending on how Tua was going to be. And Tua doesn't, don't look good. Not at all. He don't look good. Moving forward, I mean, Tua, he's out. I mean, he's not looking good. He's not playing. So that makes it even worse. Excuse me. Moving forward, you got the New Orleans Saints beating the Washington football team 33-22. New Orleans goes to 3-2 and two and Washington goes to 2-3. and three. Well, Washington's defense is still wishy-washy. Um, and that, that's a big surprise. Everybody thought that the Washington football team's defense was going to be they think it's going to be their the heartbeat of the team, but it's not that. So with Taylor Heineke as a quarterback, um, it's kind of hard to see Washington making any strides in this division. I mean, they they, they got a punch of chance. They got a better record than the Giants. I mean, they got one more win than we do, but you know, Washington's two or three. Um, you know, and the Eagles look better than the Eagles actually look better than Washington and 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 New York. So you know, and they and guess what? They won. They beat the Carolina Panthers twenty-one to eighteen. Nobody's seen this one coming. I, as a matter of fact, I did. No, I picked the Panthers to win, and they lost. And and the Eagles they beat the twenty-one to eighteen. They beat the Carolina Panthers. They moved to two and three. And the Panthers record is 3-2. So watch out for Philly because Philly's real. Philly will beat you on any given Sunday. That's a whole fact. So be careful of the Philadelphia Eagles. They looking like they're going to do something. They looking, they looking better than the Giants. Why not? As you know, Then we got the Titans beating the Jaguars 37-19. The Titans with a 3-2 record and the Jaguars go to 0-5 with that damn it Urban Meyer and his nonsense what he throwing out there. Okay? Urban Meyer hasn't lost this many games in his whole career at one time. <laughs> and his whole career, he has not lost five games in a row. <laughs> so Urban Meyer's going through it right now. Urban Meyer, welcome to the NFL, miss. Welcome to the NFL, sir. Okay? In other games, the Patriots and the Houston Texans. The Patriots beat the Houston Texans 25 to 22. They bring the Patriots record to 2 and 3, and the Houston Texans go to 1 and 4. The same record as the New York Giants, ladies and gentlemen. The same record as the Miami Dolphins. What are we going to do? What, are, you know, what are they, what is Houston going to do? Houston, you know what Houston need to do is next year they got to retool, obviously, because they're not winning, they're not winning anything this year. Number one. Number two, um, Number two is they got to figure out what they're going to do with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of... we Nobody knows if they want to touch him yet because of his situation he got going on. So it's going to be interesting. But the Houston Texans are a bad football team. Just like the New York Giants. I hate to keep saying that, but it's the truth. 
Chicago beats the controversial Las Vegas Raiders. 20-9. Both teams record a 3-2. With John Gruden's nonsense, they still let John Gruden coach, knowing the circumstance. We're talking about Friday. It was just the, the it was just the email that came out about excuse me, um the Wall Street Wall Street Journal reports. Um what we have here? Oh 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 uh Eric Reed, no 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 oh Damar Smith, yeah. Eric Smith, that, that first one dropped on Friday. By Saturday, I know the other one dropped. By Sunday, they knew he still coached, and then he resigned right after, right after the game he resigned. So we're going to see. So the special teams coach for Las Vegas is going to be taking over the team. So let's see if, um, you know, let's see what, Ve you know, let's see what Vegas can, can uh, what type of resolve they have under, under a new man running the show. You know, Keyshawn Johnson called Sean uh, Gruden a fake. So, remember, he coached Keyshawn on Tampa Bay. So, he kind of knows him. But nobody knew that John was like this. But Keyshawn said he said a lot. He said a lot in the last couple of days about this guy. And now, I, you know, you never know with people. You never know. Moving right along. What a game. What a game. The Cleveland Browns lose to the Los Angeles Chargers. 47 to 42. They'll push the Chargers record up to 4 and 1 and the Cleveland Browns go to 3 and 2. This 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 is the big question out there ladies and gentlemen. Can Baker Mayfield win a championship for the Cleveland Browns? Can he be the leader of the football team to win a championship? I don't think I don't I don't I I'm rooting for Baker. But I don't know if he got the if he don't if he don't got the moxie or the or the, you know, I don't know if he got it cuz if you this is how I look at it. If you, this is what him, this is what he did. He only he only targeted David Beckham Jr. two times in the whole game. Two times in the whole freaking game he targeted David Beckham. Come on, man. I mean, excuse me, Odell Beckham. I thought David Beckham the, football, the the soccer player. Excuse me, Odell Beckham Jr. No, he only got two targets. Uh uh, that's not gonna cut it, man. Now, I know the tight end on cool had a good game and everything, but and Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, it's the truth. Shout out to, shout out to Kareem Hunt. He's on my fantasy team. But um, that's just not going to cut it, Baker. You can't. That's your best target you got on the team. How you going to give him two targets? Two targets? That's what I say. Do you really trust Baker Mayfield moving forward as your head football coach of, I mean, the head football Quarterback of the Cleveland Browns to lead them to championship glory. I don't. I don't think so. Moving right along, we got the 49ers losing to the the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, 17 to 10. They're bringing the Arizona Cardinals record to five and zero, oh, the only undefeated team in football. And the Niners go down, and Trey Lance sprains sprains his knee in his first start, and the Niners record now is two and three. And and it was insult to injury, like I said. Trey Lance with the start, spraying his ankle. So you know Arizona looked like the truth, like so. You know, what do you, what do, you, what do, you, what do you guys think about Kyler Murray and this Arizona defense is playing some really good football right now. 
You know what I'm saying? They surprised. They, to me, the Arizona Cardinals are the surprise of the NFL. Nobody's seen the Arizona Cardinals doing this. Nobody predicted Arizona to be that good. But at the same time, if you think about it, Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks lost their main man, Russell Wilson, with a, with a, well, he got something wrong with his, his finger, like a sprained finger. As as they lose as well this week, so we're gonna see if we're gonna see if Russell Wilson can can you know how can Seattle survive with Geno Smith being the quarterback? Russell Wilson is a heartbeat of that team, so I don't know I don't see this I don't see how Seattle the Seattle Seahawks got their hands full with Geno Smith being their quarterback. That's a whole fact. They got their hands full. They really really do. They really really do. You know what I mean? And uh, they played on Thursday night. So, and the Rams beat them 26 to 17. Right. <laughs> Russell Wilson, no good. Brings their record to 2 and 3. The Seattle Seahawks and the uh, Los Angeles Rams are at 4 and 1. Like I said, so we'll see moving forward what happens with this. With this injury riddled team now, when you, you guys you you got the main man Russell Wilson out, done and out, out with the sprain with the sprain with the sprain finger. All right, it's interesting though because the NFC West is tough, and guess who's sitting on top of the NFC West? It's 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 Arizona Cardinals, not the Kansas City Chiefs who lose again to, to the Buffalo Bills. Oh, and they played at home, thirty eight to twenty. Take the Bills record to four and one, and the Kansas City Chiefs record, last in the division, two and three. Wow, two and three. Now, I'm checking my I'm checking my stat line right now to make sure the NFC West. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. Because Vegas got one more win in them. Yep. So, um, what do we have to say about the Kansas City Chiefs, um, ladies and gentlemen? And uh, before I let me finish my thought. Then I'll get into the advertisement. But, you know, the Kansas, what do we think about the Kansas City Chiefs? The Kansas City Chiefs are struggling on defense right now, right? Giving up 38 points to the Buffalo Bills and Jared Allen, who's another good-looking quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, we got to give it up to Jared Allen. He's doing very, very well this season. And it looks like Kansas, City's on, Kansas City can be touched. That's what it looked like, right? Kansas City could be touched, baby. Excuse me. Everybody taking their turns on um, um, whooping on Kansas City right now. So let's see if Kansas City can get, come out the doghouse and get out the doghouse and do better. Because they're going to need it they're gonna need it down the line. So let's see if they, if they, if they can fix their problems. All right? For week six. We should like to thank y'all for joining the show. And sports would be I. On the Block 105 Radio. You can check out my website, lowercase letters, Sports WBI, all together, no spaces, Sports WBI. You can check out my website, it's dope. Also, you can check me out every Sunday from 10.30 to 12, right, right before the game start. Me and DJ Amps, the Sunday morning drive with Sportsman Amps and Sports with BI every Sunday on Instagram Live, or we going, or we might switch it this week. We did Instagram strictly, but 
we'll, we'll be giving you notifications if we go to Facebook first and then Instagram, which we did uh, two weeks ago. And, and I liked it like that. It was better. I liked it like that. We went from Facebook Live. We give both, you know what I'm saying, platforms some light. You know what I mean? We, we can speak on both platforms. And then and special addition to the family, to the sports family, my cousin Winnie. Respectfully. My cousin Winnie, I love you. After we had a Sunday night, Sunday morning drive the other morning, last Sunday to this past, we happened to have Cousin Winnie on. You know what I'm saying? And it's called Conversations with Conversations, Sports Conversations with Cousin Winnie. That's just premiered last Sunday as well. And our sports conversations will be, we will, we will, we will travel the globe of sports and speak about a lot of different things that's going on in sports in general. But our main topics will be, of course, NFL topics. We will be getting into NFL topics. I mean, excuse me, NBA topics. We will be getting into NBA topics really, very, very heavy. You know what I'm saying? It's a good show. We were just on Sunday morning at 12 when the game come on. Oh, excuse me, but I also keep you posted because we want to have a set date for this program. For this program, and it probably won't be on Sundays because Sunday's football's on. So after we do, after I do Sunday morning drive with, with Sportsman Amps, I'm gonna find out a way to incorporate sports conversations with Cousin Winnie. All right, um, like sometime during the week. You understand what I'm saying? So stay in tune for for those. For those um, the programming, the programming times, okay. And before for the last Monday night game, the Indianapolis Colts lose to the Baltimore Ravens thirty-one to twenty-five in an epic comeback by Lamar Jackson, throwing three touchdown passes in the wee, the wee times in the you know the wee quarters of the game. Fourth quarter coming back to, to make to push their record up to four and one, and the Indianapolis Colts of one and four. Now, the Ravens' number eight quarterback Lamar Jackson is the first, the first player with eighty five percent eighty five percent complete completion percentage and four hundred yards passing. But look at look at the attempts though. The first player, look at the attempts thirty seven. Out of 37 attempts, he hit 37 attempts. Out of 43 attempts, he hit 37. 37 for 43 with 442 yards, four touchdowns, 14 carries for 62 yards. The first player in NFL history with an 85%, 85% completion percentage and 400 yards passing. Wow. 37 for 442 yards, four touchdowns. Wow. Give it up to Lamar Jackson. If they was to give an MVP now, to me it would be between Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert, hands down. But you got a Kyler Murray coming in. Kyler Murray always got some. Got Kyler Murray also has something to say about that as well. But shout out, shout out to Lamar Jackson, absolutely. Moving forward, and that is hold on, and that is the wrap for the NFL schedule. For week five. Week six will be spoken on. Sunday, we will be. Sunday, we will, you know what we'll be doing Sunday is we'll be, we'll be, we'll be reviewing the week six games. That's what we'll be doing on Sunday. We'll be reviewing week six games. So there you have it. Moving forward, 
We're done. Like I said, see y'all. See y'all. Week six, baby. Moving forward, we have to speak on this topic. And this topic is, we're going to go into the NBA news and notes, baby. And the topic, of course, is the Nets Kyrie Irving, ladies and gentlemen. Big topic. The Nets Kyrie Irving says, no, they said the Nets said to Kyrie Irving, you won't play until you're eligible. Okay? So he doesn't want to get vaxxed, right? The, the, the fact of the matter that he doesn't want to get vaxxed. So what's the next move? What's the next move to make for Mr. Kyrie Irving? And since he doesn't want to get vaxxed, they're telling him that he can't play. Because he doesn't want to get vaxxed. So that's 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 a that's an issue within itself. You understand what I'm saying? And um I don't know what's gonna happen with Mr. Kyrie Irving. But he's not making the right, he's making a very selfish decision. A very, very selfish decision. Just for the simple fact of the matter is, you got teammates. You're supposed to be playing for your teammates. You know what I mean? And you don't play for your teammates and you don't want to get vaccinated because you don't want to take the vaccine. But in the meanwhile, you know what you're doing? You are being a selfish player by not being with your teammates as they start a new season trying to win a championship. That's the problem with Kyrie Irving right now. And this is not the first time he's been selfish. Um, like I said, you know, he missed games last year to be at his sister's birthday party, whatever the case may be. And um, once again, Kyrie, back at it again. So for all my Knicks fans out there, <laughs> for all my Knicks fans, all my, all my, all, all, all my brothers and sisters as fans of, of our team, we looking good in the preseason too. I'm going to get to that. Um... I'm not really mad about not having Kyrie Irving on the Knicks and all that. And all of that is a big mess over there. Leave it up to Brooklyn. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm saying Kevin Durant's there. James Harden's there. They got backs. The whole team is backs for Kyrie. Kyrie don't want to get backs, bro. I don't understand that. Kyrie being very selfish. Very, very selfish right now. So we're going to see how this plays out. Because the regular season is six days away. So we're going to see how this plays out. Obviously... The, 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 the more closer to the season come, Kyrie Irving's not going to be playing because he got to sit in vaccination. He got to go. He got to get vaccinated, go through protocol, and then come out and play. By that time, he done mixed a whole bunch of practice time and everything, you know, and things of that nature. So I don't see Mr. Irving like playing the season, playing the beginning of the season right away anyway, even if he decides to take the vax. My bet is he will. Because once that popcorn start, you know what I'm saying, popping and, you know, and, and, and the guys start playing games, he gonna, he's going to want to be a part of that. That basketball itch, for whatever reason, he don't got that basketball itch. But he's going to get it back. Because I heard I heard a lot of different platforms talking about Kyrie Irving's going to retire if he don't get traded. I think, and we're going to go, get into this too, I think Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving is a very, 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 very fruitful trade. For both organizations. And like and when we speaking on Ben, which I'm gonna get into that too. When we speaking on Ben, Ben surprises the 76ers by reporting to Philly. He's supposed to report to Philly this weekend. He showed up early. So obviously he, he either wants to get traded or he wants to play. See that basketball itch is, is coming back. Now he wanted he said he wanted to get traded. So let's see if he can mend the relationships with the players that's on the team after what Joel and B said to him, said about him. And after what Doc Rivers said about him after that game seven loss in Atlanta. Let's see if Ben Simmons 
is, is making this move because he wants to play with Philadelphia and he's losing money. You know what I'm saying? He's losing money every day that he doesn't show up. So I, I reckon he show up. Um, so let's talk about Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson has an issue with the Philadelphia 76 uh, organization. Everybody, this and quote, quote, quote this. Everybody knows I want to help the 76 organization. I don't know how I'm not a part of this stuff in some type of way. Absolutely. Because for the simple fact of the matter, when Joel Embiid was out and they had Allen Iverson night and he kissed the floor. and Allen Iverson is a brand in himself, Mr. 76er. You understand? Now, how you not going to find a role for him in the organization like Allen Houston got a role in the organization for the Knicks? John Stiles got a role in the organization for the Knicks. Marcus Camby, uh, uh, Larry Johnson, the Charles Sprewell. See, we take care of our we take care of our people. You know what I'm saying? We take the we take care of our people. Former players do have you know they do have like organizational jobs to the organization. I got to get that to the Knicks. I don't understand why Allen Iverson is not part of the 76ers organization in some form or fashion. It's just not right. It don't make no sense. You can have Allen Iverson bobblehead night, and you can have him uh, put the you know put the, put the his his number in the Raptors, and all the whole crowd comes out. Beautiful thing. I just don't understand why he's not a part of the organization, as he said. He's saying it to them. Why am I not a part of this? What, what, what's going on here? So I definitely agree with him on that on that level. I definitely agree with him. And this is very sad, but um, let's see if they change their minds as far as <laughs> putting them somewhere in that organization to help them players play. Because that's what they need. They need Allen Iverson to help the players play. They need that type of guy out there, you know what I mean, to help them prosper. And they like he begging for a job, but it's only right if Allen Iverson works with the 76 organization. That only makes sense. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it make sense? Why wouldn't it? You know, so... Let's see what what occurs with that situation. And it is a sin and a shame, though. It is a sin and a shame. It really is. Okay? So, there's, many, there's always former players that come back to an organization. It's only right. It's only right. So, with that being said, Allen Iverson got a point. Let's see if the 76ers do something about it. Now, here we go. You know I'm about to talk about my Knicks, right? My New York Knicks! Because they look beautiful out there. They're, even though I know it's preseason, everyone. But those two preseason games. You took about 25 threes to get to watch the Wizards the other, the other evening on Saturday night. 24 threes? Are you kidding me? You know, the Knicks had the lowest three-point goal percentage. No, three-point goal attempt last year. Second lowest in the in NBA. So, so the Knicks don't look to shoot three. Last year, they didn't look to shoot threes. This year, they had 25 threes in, in one preseason game. Yo, I think that the Knicks' philosophy has changed. I also have to look at the Knicks' philosophy as I watch them play. That they're a little bit more um tempo than it was last year. There was a lot of more walking the ball there, giving it Julius, let Julius cook. You know what I'm saying? But this year, I see, once again, the New York Knicks was, was one of the top lowest teams in, in, in tempo last year. A whole fact. The tempo that they the tempo that they played out was very was was down at the bottom as far as team wise, tempo wise. Okay, 
There is a stat called Temple. Yes, there is. You, you know, it's it's called analytics. With you know, you know everything everything else that comes with that. That's you know that's just you know that's podcast talk. But anyway, they were low. They were the low bottom in in, in um in um Temple last year. But this season, this 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 team, this new this this is a new year. It's a new year, so you're not going. We're not going to go for last year's merit. It's a whole new season. Everybody looked good out there. The tempo of the offense looks amazing. Pushing the ball. Everybody's playing defense on the string. Can't wait to Mitchell Robinson come back. R.J. Barrett, my favorite Nick, is playing beautiful basketball. He switches jump shot. He changes jump shot with his coaching. With his coaching. With his coaching coach. He has his jump shot is real pure. He's like stepping into the jump shot now. It looks very good coming off his hands, and I'm proud of RJ. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be so excited to see the team because the team looks good, man. You know, we have some good, we have some good veteran leadership. D Rose, Todd Gibson, Norland's Noel. We got some good leadership as far as veterans on on this next team this year. Just like last year, that's why they brought it back because they wanted that same type of togetherness. And our rookies are doing good. Everybody's falling in line with what Tom Thibodeau and the coaching staff is teaching. Tom Thibodeau, and I knew this was going to be a good hire, and, I, and I've been proven right. Now, Tom Thibodeau is a hell of a coach, and he's going to have the Knicks doing amazing things to that this, this year, amazing things this season coming up. I'm so excited to see my Knicks play. Now, we got some competition on the tail end. You know, we got, we got Milwaukee. You know, we got Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know, I had a lot. You got Miami. You know, you got to respect them. But I had a lot of people talking about these Chicago Bulls now. To be honest with you, I can't stand the Bulls. And I don't give a hoot and hot damn who they got. There's something about the Bulls I don't like. I think was, I think I'm scarred from the Michael Jordan era. <laughs> as, as, as Michael Jordan just whooped on my Knicks every single year. Except that one year where they didn't have Jordan, and they just had Pippen, and we beat them. Just that one stinking year. But I tell you what, it's a new day, and I can't stand Chicago. Let me finish my point though. You got Demar Derozan, you got Lonzo Ball, okay? You got Zach Levine. Much more respect. You got the European boy. I forgot his name. Much more respect to. The Bulls for for adding their acquisitions. I respect the Bulls for having that, but that don't mean they're gonna be better than us. And I know they coach. I know they coach staff ain't better than ours. We got probably one of the best. We got one of the top five coaching staffs in the NBA, hands down. Top five coaching staff, if not the if not the top coaching staff in the NBA. I don't care what nobody said. Our turnaround was quick last year. Nobody predicted us to go for. I do like Nate McMillan over there in Atlanta. I do like um. I do like um the new I don't know how they're gonna do, but you know, but I like the hire that um 
the Mavericks made with Jason Kidd. And you know, I love the Chauncey Billups hire over in Portland. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I like the, I'm, they have a coach in the NBA, so, and they don't have Tom Tillow's experience. You know what I mean? And I think, I think our, our staff is like so great and amazing. And I just can't see nobody, you know, nobody touching our staff. Um, staff wise, like I said, I think we got one of the top five staffs in the NBA, if not the best staff in the NBA. And that's a, and that's a whole fact. I'm sorry. Steve Nash still young. I, I like Milwaukee's. I like Milwaukee's coach. He 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 do good. He he's good. You know, I like I like the Lakers head coach. I like Frank Vogel. He alright, but you know LeBron and them running that team. Um, I like a lot of things about our coaching staff. And uh, you know, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say I know people are gonna think that I'm crazy, but I seen it with my own two eyes last year. What our coaching staff was capable of doing with Julius Randle. No, he didn't have a good playoff series, but I think this year he has the weaponry to be. Uh, he, he has he's a weapon for the Knicks because what they're gonna end up doing is they're gonna end up doubling. They're gonna end up double teaming Julius Randle, and he's gonna have the opportunity to pass the ball to other guys that's gonna be open. Okay, you you take two away, you're playing three on four. You're playing four on three now. That, 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 that's going to create more opportunities for the New York Knicks offense when they start double-teaming Julius Randle. You know what I mean? As far as all the other guys, I can't wait to see Mitchell Robinson. Our team is going to be so much stronger with Mitchell back in the fold. Um, I already talked about RJ. And, of course, you know, we have you know, we have our rookies that are looking promising. Then, you know, we got D-Rose and Emmanuel Kickley and Obi Topic coming off the bench. That's the strength of the New York Knicks Team is our bench, and I'm loving Emmanuel quickly. I'm loving Obi Toppin coming back strong after last year struggles. Look like he's been working. He looks in great shape, and we're gonna make a lot of noise in the East this year. You better believe it. All we gotta do is, all we gotta do is stay away from the injury bug. And I and I can't and I can't and I understand this team is gonna do amazing. Don't forget, we got Kimber Walker too, and 48 from Boston. That could score the basketball in a lot of different ways, and we got Kemba. We got a good. We got a good. We got a good veterans ran squad. We got Kemba. We got D Rose. We got Forty. You know what I'm saying? Which is you know defensive is gonna be lacking a little bit, but I think if we play team defense, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right, and our bench is gonna be really, really, really important because what happens is how the bench goes is. We either gonna be able to hold on the leads or decrease the lead or, or increase the lead. So increasing the lead with our bench is gonna be very, very, very vital to the Knicks being a good team in the East this year. It's gonna be our bench. When we start from our bench, our bench versus somebody else's bench, we gotta be better than them. Bottom line, every night. It all starts with defense first. All starts with defense first. So let's play some D first, right? You ain't got to worry about the bench. You ain't got to worry about scoring. Play defense first and then scoring second, okay? That's my motto for the New York Knicks this year. They do amazing things, and I know they are. They are. They are. So, you know, we'll see, though. We will definitely see. I can't wait for the 20th to get here. The 20th can't get here no faster.
It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. So we're going to see what happened. What we got here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about... I see them about talking about Atlanta. Hello, I'm saying. Atlanta is Atlanta. Atlanta is Atlanta, man. That's our rival now. And nobody talk about the Boston Celtics. I wonder what they're going to do this year. With their new head coach, Udaka. We're gonna see what the, we're gonna see what they do this year. I, I like I like I don't know Boston is Boston. You said you got Tatum, you got you got Jason Tatum, my one of my favorite NBA players next to Russell Westbrook and R.J. Barrett. I love Jason Tatum's game. That's one of my that's one of my guys. You know what I mean? That's one of my guys. So you know, it's gonna be an exciting NBA season. That's all I could tell. I could tell anyone. It's gonna be exciting. NBA season. What do you, what do you think about Carmelo Anthony? Look, oh, he doesn't look funny in that purple and gold. He looks weird, right? Carmelo looks weird in purple and gold. Like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? And I think they could do something with it. That's another team that bench going to really be key to their to, to success. Because when Melo step on that floor, he's going to provide that scoring where LeBron's going to be sitting down. The AD might be sitting down for a period of time. Then you got LeBron James. I mean, you got you got you got Russell Westbrook that can still play damn near a whole forty a whole a whole game, a fifty three minute game, without with, with, with limited rest, and then you got Carmelo Anthony coming off the bench. They're gonna, I think they're gonna be all right. You know what I mean? You got you got McGee back from the championship years. So you know, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be all right. I think the Lakers gonna they're gonna shock they're gonna shock a couple of people this year. They're gonna shock a couple people this year. I, I like. I ain't gonna find out. The Lakers look like they're gonna be something. Absolutely. I don't know about the Clippers. My Clippers don't look good this year, baby. I mean, it's yet to be known because the Albertson ain't playing the games yet. But the Clippers guard Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann agreed to a two-year deal, twenty-two million dollar contract extension. So you know they're taking care of their guys. So let's see if uh, the Clippers can make some noise in the West. And um. I wonder who you guys like in the West. Y'all like John Morant? Y'all like the Mavs with Luka Doncic? Gonna be something again this year? Can Porzingis step his game up? New York Knicks West. You got you got KP. <laughs> you got KP. You got Frank Frankie Smokes. Frankie Smokes Neil Kinnear. And you got um. Who else you got? Oh, you got you got and you got um. Tim Hardaway Jr. All former Knicks. They call they call it they call them they calling them Knicks West. Because all the former Knicks is playing over there now. So, you know, we'll see what the Dallas can make some noise. You know? They almost beat the Clippers last year. But K but KP didn't come up he didn't come he didn't come in the door with his with his his hard hat on. He left his hard hat at home. He need to stop being a diva and play basketball. That's what he need to do. He need to be that player that he was with the Knicks. And um, they, I don't think they used him right last year. Even though he had a poor season, they got to use him right. They got to use KB to his ability. He's fast. He's tall. And they got to use him. He, he, KP don't got no business standing on the outside that paint. Even though I know he can shoot, he needs to be punishing people inside the paint. He needs to be a finisher like Julius Randle. All right? So, you know, we're going to see what happens, baby. We're going to see. What, what do y'all think about J.R. Smith? 
He got stung by Hornets playing for North Carolina A&T in the golf tournament. Now y'all know J.R. Smith's talk. Y'all know J.R. Smith's story, right? He went back to college because he has he, he went he played NBA. He came right out of high school, so he still got four years of eligibility at an uh, older age. You can still go back to college. So he went back to college to play for the uh, HBCU number one North Carolina A&T. Um, he did pretty good. He did pretty good too. He did, he did pretty good out there. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm pr I'm proud of J.R. Smith, for the, one of the former. He's NBA champion, of course, and he's a former New York Knick. So I'm proud of J.R. Smith and what he's accomplishing as a college freshman playing golf for North Carolina A&T. Like I said, he did good out there, but he got stung <laughs> by some hornets as well out there on the golf course. Stepped into a hornet's nest. I don't know how the hell he did that, but. He still was able to perform, and um, he had a, he had a good outing for his college team. So, like I said, I'm proud of J.L. Smith, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear those things. Those are good stories. Those this is what we need more of, not this John Goonan mess. But you know, that's all too. That's a whole different thing. But it's good to see J.L. Smith out there playing golf. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what's up. Now, I wonder, I wonder how this is gonna happen because I got something to say about. This John Gruden crap before we get out of here. You listen to Sports with BI on the Block on the Five radio. A little reserved tonight, you know what I'm saying? Um, let me excuse me this morning. Um Is this gonna is this situation gonna change? I I could tell you like this. This is some this ain't nothing this is not nothing new what's going on in the NFL. Okay? This is not nothing new. This 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 race, this stuff goes on all the time. You have you have owners that you barely see. You have no blacks in the upper sitting upstairs with these owners. Or somebody of or somebody of color, excuse me. Answer me this. Was somebody of color ever on the NFL team? The only minority in the NFL team is the NFL, uh, the the Jacksonville Jaguars has a Pakistani owner. That's the only owner of um, you know, of different creed, nationality in the NFL. The only owner. The rest of them are Caucasian, and I don't know what's ever going to change because at the end of the day, these football teams are passed down from families, like the Maryland Giants. You know what I mean? Uh, the Roonies in Pittsburgh, the Fords in Detroit. The only thing, no, Green Bay, they have a general manager, but they but they have ownership, but the fans have a little bit of ownership of the team. They got a general manager too that probably passed down as well. Um, I can go on and on. Tampa Bay's, Tampa Bay's uh, owner, the Glazers, you know? Of course, Las Vegas Raiders, see? So I mean, you know, it's just it's just a, it's just food for thought at this point. And um, the Davises, Al Davis, now his son, you know, that's what I meant. To, that's, it had to come to my head real quick. So you know, who knows? All I know is I could tell you this. What I do know is this: all this racism talk and anti-gay talk and all of this talk goes on. There's more to be revealed. 
as far as what's going on with, with the John Group mess, it's going to be more to be revealed. I, I, I truly believe it. And um, it's just sad to see. We're seeing the other layer right now. We're seeing the other layer. All those, you mean to tell me all the years of text messaging, that's what you guys are texting about, about gays and blacks and people's lips and even calling the president of the NFL names is like totally out to question. Unbelievable, unprofessional, and everything. But these are the people that you're giving this big money to. Now you know, now you know, Mr. Davis. He's going to be on the bill for paying John Gruden the rest of his money. You talking about six? You talking about six million? I mean, you talking about six years at a hundred million? He got to pay that. Just because he resigned doesn't mean this man don't want his money. Okay, he had no choice but to fire him. He had no choice but to have him resign. You can't keep nobody on on the staff like that. You can't do that. Can't do that. But now he he has to. He's gonna be owing. He's gonna be owed his money. At the end of the day, so you know you paying these people all these millions of dollars, and and, and look what look what type of people they are. They don't deserve that. You know, come on. You know what I mean? Like, believe me, I know this happens a lot. Even in even in the world that we live in, out on the outside looking in, not even the world of sports in general, there is insensitive people out there. There are people out there that are racist. There are people out there that are bigots. There are people out there that don't that talk about gays and, and anti-gay. It's a lot of things going on out here that still exist, bottom line. And it's a shame. It really is. And I don't know. All I can do is be, stay prayed up and make sure that I don't fall victim to none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's what resonates with me the most. Just stay Keep God first and stay out of the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay out of the way. Because the devil's working right now. And, it, you know, sometimes you got to recognize that and you got to make changes, you know, mentally. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's just it's just very, very, very touchy topic. And I'm very passionate about this topics. Very passionate. You know, just like the other day. You see that you see uh the clipping of when the Yankees was playing the Boston Red Sox, the girl spitting on the man. Like, come on, that's out of line. You had a you had a sporting event spitting on people and you a female. So they know that she should have got arrested. I don't know if she did, but that was disgusting. You know what I'm saying? It was a Caucasian, like, you know, it don't even matter the color. Well, actually it does. But it was a Caucasian on a Caucasian, not not for nothing. I'm not racing that, I'm just saying. The girls spit on the people like crazy. They spit right on them. Like, these Boston fans is disrespectful. And they won, too, which makes me even more sick. They won. They beat the Tampa Bay Rays, man. They're going to the they're going to the American League Championship. Oh, you know I'm mad about that. They're going to the American League Championship. So, you know, I, I, I was going to go with uh, the, the Dodgers. But the Dodgers are in trouble, too. So I don't know what the Dodgers are going to do. The Dodgers is in big trouble, too. So we're going to see what happens. The Dodgers are in big trouble as well. So we're going to see what happens with that. But uh, the, the Boston, man, come on. Give me a break. Are you, are you, are you, are you? Oh, my God. Disgusting. One thing, one thing you can't have, you can't, you can't. The Boston Red Sox, if they win a World Series this year, you know how tight I'm going to be being a Yankee fan, bro? I'm gonna be so upset that we 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 lost that one game wild card. We lost that daggone game, man. 
Oh my God, so upsetting. So upsetting. Look at this here. I'm watch, I see something on the television. Uh, they got a bad amount of value in them out there. They're going to be a tough out. Miami going to be a tough out. They, 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 then they got Lowry too from Toronto. They're going to be a tough out. I ain't going to hold you. I, 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 I kind of I respect Miami. They're going to be a tough out. And they're going to be hungry from last year. They're going to be hungry from last year. So, you know, we definitely going to see what happens. Um, thank y'all for listening to Sports with B.I. this morning. I appreciate y'all listening to me. I appreciate all the support. Just keep on supporting the podcast. Keep supporting the shows that I have on the side. You know what I mean? Commerce, you know, sports conversations with Cousin Winnie. We got we got the Sunday the Sunday morning drive with, with Sportsman Amps. We got the Block 105 Radio every Thursday morning from nine to ten from nine to ten a.m. We got a whole bunch of different things programming wise coming up, and we just want to share the knowledge of sports with the people out there, man. Y'all, y'all my supporters. I, I appreciate y'all support. From the bottom of sports will be our heart. I appreciate the support. Every day, all day. You know what I mean? And I really and I'm really happy to be on this radio station. And I wanna just grow with this radio station and I'm gonna start monetizing, like he said, start Rex said, start, you know, getting money, start having my own advertisements as far as like different things that I got that I got lined up. And uh, we have a lot of things lined up for Christmas time. Of course, Christmas time, um, Thanksgiving, uh, we already know I'm still having, next week is my birthday, the 23rd of October, so I'm having a Sports with B.I. giveaway next week. And I'll let y'all know, follow me on Facebook Live, B.I. Wells or Brett Wells, and also follow me on on Instagram, Sports with B.I., lowercase letters. Once again, Facebook, Brett Wells, B.I. Wells, the cartoon face, Brett Wells, or my brother Greg in first picture, then you got... Like I said, then you got um, Instagram Live, Sports with BI, O lowercase letters. Then you got the website, O lowercase letters, Sports WBI. Then you got all the programming that I told you about Sunday Morning Drive with Sportsman Amp, Sportsman BI, and also Sports Conversations with Cousin Winnie. Coming up soon, we did a little trial run last Sunday, but we're going to try to do it during the week when he has the time, when I have the time. Rec, I appreciate you. The nail losing out an option. You already know best was good. If I have any more programming situations coming up, I would kindly let you people. I would kindly let the people know what I'm doing. I might be doing an interview this week. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna definitely keep keep everybody in tune to what sports will be out doing. I appreciate y'all out there. Thank y'all for thank you for your support. And once again, you listen to the number one sports podcast on the. On the Block 105 Radio, Sports with B.I. I love you guys. I love you guys, yo. You know what you know. Keep on supporting the programming. Keep on supporting me. We gonna, we started from the bottom. We got to keep on going. We ain't at the top yet. We, we, we striving for perfection right now. You know what I'm saying? Peace to all y'all out there this morning. Y'all have a good morning. And make sure y'all listen to me on all my platforms. And... I love you guys. I really do. Thank you. I appreciate you. And um, you know, I, I'm on a six. I'm almost on a sixtieth minute. I just want to let y'all know. I I said I you know I, I'm just grateful and blessed. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't forget to say your prayers. Pray up, man. Stay prayed up, man. That's very important, man. 
There's a devil out here working right now, but don't let him get you. You know what I'm saying? Be protected. Protect yourself. Do the right thing. Love to be loved. Don't never love to hate. Love to be loved. I love y'all out there. Peace. Check y'all out next Thursday. Sports will be out on the block on the fire radio, baby. Ah!